Welcome to the Vanilla to Vixen podcast. This show contains adult content, so if you are under 18 or easily offended, please switch off now. Mr. and Mrs. N are not qualified relationship counsellors. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Now the disclaimer is out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy our journey from Vanilla to Vixen. of Vanilla to Vixen. We are Mr. and Mrs. N, also known as... The Naughty Couple. Hello, Mrs. N. Hello, Mr. N. Here we are, we're back at the famous Liberty Elite Club. I know, we can't keep away. And this episode is called Four in a Bed with Mr. and Mrs. Foxy. (laughs) We spoke to Mrs. Foxy a few weeks ago. We did. And it was a phone interview and we're about to actually meet her in person. I know, I'm so excited. It's very, very exciting and Mr. Foxy is with her. He is. Who she refers to as the wolf. (laughs) (laughs) So we will find out why he's called the wolf, I'm Uh, sure. I wonder if there'll be any howling going on. (laughs) (laughs) Now, talking of beds, you do know the best type of bed for contraception, don't you? What's that? It's a sofa bed, because it pulls out. But I'm sure in the famous Liberty Elite private rooms, there won't be any sofa beds. They'll have really, really comfortable quality top beds. (laughs) It's got to be the worst one yet. That is brilliant. (laughs) So, guys, it's that special time in the show where we... Ask Ask Roxy. Ask Roxy. Hi, guys. How are you? It's nice to be back. We're, we're very, we're, we're very good. Yeah, we're good, my lovely. How are you feeling? Because we we know you've been a little bit poorly. So much better. Thank you for asking. And I'm so sorry I missed you guys last week. Not at all. We missed you. We did miss you, <laughs> and I think the listeners definitely missed you because they got me instead. <laughs> <laughs> so, Roxy, we've got a question for you this week, and okay. it's from a couple called R and R, and their question is. Hi, Roxy. We are a happily married couple in our 30s. We have been soft swinging for just over a year. We have just discovered the fun of clubs and feel we would like to explore more. Our problem is, although we are both outgoing people, for some reason we both go shy when in the social environment of a swingers club. I think we are overthinking the whole thing and the nerves creep in. Can you recommend how we can relax a bit more but without using alcohol as neither of us drink? Okay. Um, I think my my advice really is just like you say, you're overthinking it and try and go with no expectations. And we say this all the time. So whether you're new to the scene or whether you've been swinging for years, if you go without the with the idea that you may not swing or even that you're going to just go for a social, whatever happens during that evening, you're not going to come home disappointed. That's good, that's good advice. I mean, when you think you're just going to socialise, it, it becomes so much easier, doesn't it? It kind of takes the pressure off, doesn't it? It really does. If, you, if you're there just to meet and chat to new people, 
if you make connections, brilliant. And if you don't, you've still had a really nice evening. You know, even if you, if you go to a club maybe that's got a hot tub and decide between yourselves before you go, okay, well, we'll socialise and we'll have a dip. Or maybe if there's an open play area, we might play with ourselves, like play with each other um, and have people watch. But don't necessarily set out that you're going to invite other people into your, your play. Whatever happens then, if you do have, if you do meet some people, if you do make connections with people, that's just a bonus. I've also noticed as well sometimes in a club, when people are sitting down, perhaps, for instance, at Liberty Elite on the beautiful leather Chesterfields, um, sometimes you're kind of cutting yourself off because there's only room for sort of two or three people on the settees. So if you're kind of at the bar or perhaps, like you say, in the hot tub or even I've seen people in the smoking area, it's a far more sociable area that you can find yourself chatting easier yeah, absolutely. I was going to say, don't squirrel yourself away. Don't sit somewhere that you can't necessarily be approached by the people. Put yourself in the middle, like you say, at the bar, whether you're in the tub. If it's a nice evening, people sit outside. Don't don't put yourselves away in a corner. And, and also watch your body language as well. If you if you're acting open and you're you know you're you're ready to talk to people. People will talk to you if you're sitting there very either in a corner or if your body language gives the impression that you're not, not really wanting to talk, then people won't they won't come over. That's just the way we are as, as humans. So I think make sure you're you're open to conversation. Uh, you go with no expectations and just try and just chat to people. The more you go, the more confidence you'll get. And I think that's the biggest thing is just that, especially those initial times, go with no expectations and just enjoy the environment. And that's probably I think that is really, really good advice. And and I know from when myself and Mr. N first went to the club, you do have that fear that you think you're going to get pounced on by anybody you either look at or talk to. Hmm. And as we've obviously busted that myth, and that is not how it is. Swingers are not all sexual predators. <laughs> <laughs> you can go in there quite relaxed and just, like you say, just talk to people and, and get to know people. And, and that kind of settles the nerves down, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, and you know, you've always got your bar staff as well, if, especially if it's not too too busy a night. I mean, I still remember clearly when you guys first came into the club, just have a chat with your bar staff. And, and as more people come in, people will join your conversations. Oh, I, just, I, think I, I think our nail marks are still in the bar where we were coming <laughs> on. Pride yourself away. But it's true. It's, it's, it's just giving that impression that you're open to talking and people will talk back. Just don't, Just make sure you don't put yourself in a corner out the way. Brilliant. That's fantastic advice, Roxy. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Hopefully we'll see you next week. Yeah, nice to talk to you both. See you soon. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Ask Roxy. So, Mr N, before the main event, do we have any messages this week? We do indeed. So, I believe the first message we have, Mr N, is from a lovely couple on Fab who have the best Fab profile name. (laughs) It makes me giggle every time I read it. (laughs) And why is that? They are called Knobber Knockers (laughs) with a K. (laughs) 
he's just, the, just best. the best name, guys. Nobber Knockers wrote to us and they said, Hi both, just wanted to say how much we are both enjoying the podcast and how we can relate to so many things. We love the lifestyle and thank you for sharing yours. Nobber Knockers. We love you, Nobber Knockers. Thank you for the message. And they have got a great profile. And um, we've had one more message as well. This is from Naughty L69. Uh, she's a single lady on Fab and she says, Hey, I've just discovered your podcast and have to say I'm loving it. I love how open and honest you both are. I'm currently on episode three where you talk about Fab and I am finding myself agreeing with everything from profiles with no pics to so many dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for the podcast. It is now my favourite thing, Naughty L. Oh, thanks, Naughty L. Naughty L69. Thank you so much for that. That's a lovely message. It is a lovely message. And it's just, I think everybody's just finding it really refreshing that we're just kind of just telling it how it is. Exactly, which is what we wanted to do. Absolutely. So, Mr N. Yes. As we are back here at Liberty Elite. Yes. Um, we're in a slightly different environment this week, aren't we? We're not actually in the club itself, are we? We're not. We're in a private room. We are. Now, all the rooms are booked out for our night on Saturday the 12th of November. Yes, they are. But listen, guys, if you um, want to come along to our event um, and you need uh, to stay over, there are other hotels close by. There is a travel lodge there in is. Lutterworth itself, which there we is. can highly recommend. Yes. It's cheap and cheerful and they'll look after you there. And it's dead simple, not too far away from the club. Highly recommend it. Definitely. So if any of you are interested that want to come along to our event, please get your name down on the guest list. Absolutely. And how can they do that, Mr N? You can get your name on the guest list by contacting us on Fab Swingers. We are Naughty Couple, which is N-A-U-G-H-T-Y-C-P-1. Or you can contact us via email, which is naughtycouple at yahoo.com. Or you can contact us on Twitter. And we couldn't have the same name because somebody already had it. <laughs> so we're Naughty Couple, spelled N-A-U-G-H-T-Y-C-O-U-P-1-E. Yay! We're still the Naughty Couple. We are still the Naughty Couple. Absolutely. So, yeah, don't forget, guys, if you're interested in coming to our event, send us a message, get yourself on the guest list. If you've got any questions or queries, send us a message and we'll, we'll try and answer anything that you've got any concerns over. Now, Mrs N, we are getting a reputation for just sitting around in swinger club car parks. <laughs> we need to be careful we don't get arrested. I well, I think you're okay. I think probably one of the safest places to be is a swinger club car park. But we don't particularly want a reputation for loitering. So I suggest we get out and go and find Mr. and Mrs. Foxy. Okay, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Here we are back at Liberty Elite. Yes, but this time. We're in a room. We're in the private rooms. The, we are in a the private accommodation room. accommodation rooms. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like just crawling onto the bed and just... Going to sleep. Going to sleep. <laughs> and we're joined today by the fabulous Mr. and Mrs. Foxy. Yay! Hello! Hello! <laughs> Who's getting to bed first? <laughs> We're all in the bed, aren't we, really? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty the, much. Yeah. Didn't, didn't the big breakfast start that by interviewing everybody <laughs> on the big right. bed? 
do you know, this could be a new thing. Yeah. Yes. Maybe we should do that. In bed with the noughties. In, In bed, bed with the noughties. Oh, I like so it. Perfect, it? They'll be fighting to come on your show. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, I'm not going to fight back. No. I'll just let them all come on. That's okay. It's so lovely to see you both, because obviously the last time we did an interview it was with Mrs Foxy and it was from the wild wet west. It was. It was, it was international. It was. <laughs> it was. It was. And, and even though Mr Foxy was there, he was very quiet that day. I am. I'm, I'm a quiet fox. <laughs> <laughs> are you a sly fox? Stealthy. Very yes. sly yes. fox. Yeah. <laughs> a male fox is a Reynard, I think. Is it? Or, is a, it? or a Todd. Yeah, I looked it up. Because oh. somebody said, you know, what, what can we call the male listers? And a male fox is called a Reynard, which I never knew. Yeah. Well, there you go. Sounds a bit French. It does. I think it is. Reynard is, is the French word for fox. There you go, then. And Todd was the fox in Fox and Hound. You're showing off now. I oh, you're right. It was. It was, wasn't it? Oh, we've watched that many a time. Yeah, yeah. See, we're tuning for people tuning in for sex, and all they get is education. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of rubbish this is this? crappy it's trivia. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. N, this is an educational podcast, I'll have you know. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming today. Well, actually, we've invaded your night. <laughs> yes, we have. We've kind of pounced on you, haven't yeah, we? Yes, so we've invaded your night. Thank you so much for coming and chatting again, because Mrs Foxy was very, very popular on the show. Yes, extremely popular. And it was so nice because we had a couple of uh, messages, private messages, that just said you were an inspiration. Oh, I say. How humbling. Oh, she's blushing now. <laughs> I know, actually. <laughs> It's a menopausal hot flush, but I am blushing. (laughs) (laughs) That is so lovely. But we're interested a little bit more about Mr Foxy. Yes, I was getting the blame for everything last time, so... uh... (laughs) That's right. It's only fair that you should have a a, a defence. Exactly. I have no (laughs) defence. Thank you very much. Good night. (laughs) I've put it to you. (laughs) (laughs) So, Mr Fox, how... We heard from Mrs Fox on on the previous show that you kind of were a little bit more experienced. That's one way of putting it. (laughs) Understatement. I think if swinging was in the scouts, I'd have had all of those badges up my sleeve. Maybe that's a new thing we could work on, you know, badges. That's it, yeah, yeah. Forget the Baden-Powell thing. Have a look at my woggle. <laughs> oh God, I'm done. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, brilliant. Do you remember sort of the first time that you entered into the lifestyle? Do you have a, a defining moment? I wondered what you were going to say. Then. You paused after the word entered. Very, very tactical. Tactical pause. A tactical pause. I thought yes. Be very careful. Um. Really, I entered into the world of swinging um, through my previous relationship. Um, I had, I think there's a, a term for it now, is it the call about this ethical monogamy? Ethical non-monogamy. The, yes, the one, ENM. I guess, in a way, that was how my previous relationship had gone, but the terminology didn't really exist at the time. Um, you know, so my partner and I didn't have a, a particularly sexual relationship for a whole host of reasons that I shan't bore you with. But um, And it, as so often with people, this somehow cropped up in conversation um, and it, it, it became 
a way for both of us to experience more in our relationship. We could we could look elsewhere um, to to meet our needs without breaking up yeah. the family relationship that we had because part of it was was still very good. Yeah. But that side of things was causing us problems, as happens in so many relationships, yeah. you know. There's, yeah. you know, guilt and blame and pointing fingers and you're looking here and... Yeah. But so having had that initial shall we, shall we conversation and, and started dipping the toes, it, it, it kind of really worked for it. I think we were probably, at the time, a little bit unusual because, you know, most people understand that there are those people in a relationship where one person wants to swing and the other one doesn't and yeah. they get into it for the wrong reasons yeah. and it never pans out. And I think, you know, maybe a lot of people thought because we weren't in a strong sexual relationship that it wouldn't work. But for us, it worked brilliantly because it papered over the cracks mm. of that side of our relationship. Um, and we were more open, like we've said yeah. before, you know, yeah. that, the ability to be open. And we even got to the point where... You know, we could walk down the street. We were going at the local shopping arcade and we had this sort of, you know, a, a scoring scheme, one, two or three. <laughs> and you'd see somebody, you know, a one was, yeah, they'd get it. <laughs> two was, well, maybe on a slow night. And three was never in a million years. And, and so we would joke and go, what do you think? One? Oh, yeah, one. You know, so... Yeah. And, and so all of that jealousy that being in a relationship disappeared, we... Um, we would meet up with other people and and would same room or separate room swap because okay. that you know it was a, a whole different dynamic to the one that myself and and Miss Foxy has yeah um, and we both saw people individually okay so you know I I became involved in other couples I, I sometimes I we'd play as a couple mm. sometimes we'd play as singles. So that kind of gave, yeah. this is kind of where the whole sleeve of badges came from. I was kind of coming at it from, from both angles. Stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs Fox is giggling like a, <laughs> giggling like a schoolgirl in the corner. There's certain naughty words, isn't there? They just yeah. make you titter, yeah. shall we so, say. Yeah, for, for us, it, it, worked, it worked brilliantly. And, you know, so did, for a couple of Did it of make years, a difference to you, you, your sexual relationship with each other, though? It did, did it change it? I think because we were more relaxed and more open, we did have a better sexual relationship oh, okay. with each other that hadn't been there before because there were all of the grudges and, and things before. Yeah. It kind of, it relaxed things. There wasn't the, the tension. So it did actually improve, um, but it improved it because we had so many other dy dynamics that came into it. Eventually, the, the relationship broke down, but for completely separate reasons. Different reasons, yeah. You know. What I find fascinating, which I must ask you, because I think you're the first person we've ever had on the show where you were in the lifestyle with, with, a, with a partner, yeah. but then you came out of it, and then you've, you've got to kind of make that decision whether you tell a future partner yeah. what... Where the, what you're in and because I think this is the lifestyle where once your eyes are opened it's very difficult to put Pandora back in the box <laughs> very much so yeah and I'd, I'd actually had a another relationship between um, my ex-wife mm. and, and getting with Ms Foxy and, and that one was completely vanilla 
Okay. You know, so okay. I kind of thought that was that. Put the lid on the box, tie on the bow on it, and put yeah. it away in the attic. Yeah. Um, you know, I had great memories as you do. <laughs> Um, did, you, did you miss it, though? Did you find it hard to, to go to...? I think it was... Do you know what I missed more than anything was that openness? And we were talking about this earlier on. I think in this lifestyle, that ability to be open about your feelings, your thoughts, yeah. what turns you on, what, you know, all those sorts of things, you lose that in a vanilla relationship. Yeah. It's very powerful. It is. So then to go back to not being fully you, but not being fully open, Yeah, I can imagine that been really difficult and i think that did cause a problem i mean that clearly that that relationship it ran its course um and i never really thought of it that may have been one of the underlying reasons that i never really thought about at the time as to like you say i wasn't really being able to be me yeah and that was i hadn't this is like therapy all of a sudden. I'm suddenly realising, oh, my God. Like leave, leave the cash on the store. Yeah. It's not that sort of establishment. <laughs> but, yeah, we've, we've talked about this, haven't we, Mrs N and I? We have. That the, the relationship obviously develops and grows tremendously through the experiences that you have. Absolutely. And so then you could be so open and you can reveal your feelings... Uh, to you, to your partner, and I can't imagine losing that now. Yeah, because you're having to hide hide things away. That's right. Rather than get it out into the open, deal with it, and and that causes it to evaporate. Yeah, yeah. You know, rather than letting it sit there and fester. Mm. So, did you make a conscious decision then when you met Mrs. Foxy that you were going to be open about you, you know your past and the fact that you you've been in the swinging lifestyle or was it something that it kind of cropped up yeah before we got together it oh, was okay. it was um the way that we were introduced to one another um was through um a, a, an online group and so we 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 were chatting to one another and they you know flirting and and whatever so you feel more at more ease and you mm. kind of play the game and and i don't quite know how it how it started off but you wouldn't stop talking <laughs> <laughs> that's probably true but i'm, I'm not sure that's the really, but i think because the, the group that we were in was a um a a fitness and health group um but there was an awful lot of it that was was food orientated mm. So, as such, it was predominantly female. Um, you know, so as a bloke in a, in a predominantly female air, um, group, um, some of the reactions you always had, like there was banter. Yeah. And, you know, so, and, and that banter kind of built up and was talking with two or three. There was a, a few of us who would kind of all speak together in a particular group. Um, and it was round about the time of, of Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, so people were talking about things more openly. Yeah. And so I, you know, I then mentioned, I always used to say, oh, well, yeah, Fifty Shades of Grey, that's, that, that's nothing, you know. That's, that's, <laughs> that's just for the, you know, this is the upper class Mills and Boone Brigade. That's not really, it's not even skimming the surface. So, of course, then people are like, oh, well, what do you mean, you know? So when... Ms. Foxy and me were talking, it's like she was one of those that was quite interested and would then probe and ask questions. And yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, we kind of talked about, and I was in the early stages or even before our relationship, was kind of like her Mr. Grey. 
Oh. So that was really how it had got introduced. So as we got to know one another better, more closely, and we started talking more one-on-one rather than in the group, that had already piqued her interest. So she would then ask questions. The curiosity came out. And uh, it was that I'd kind of played along with the Mr. Grey a little bit more. Yeah. Did um, did you have... Because obviously you had a fondness for Mrs. Foxy by this time, talking. Did you have any fears that you you kind of made the big reveal? And... Do you know, to be honest, it didn't quite pan out that way. And and Miss Foxy will will say herself, you know, as far as she was concerned, coming out of, of her previous relationship... I was just going to be a, a one-night stand. It was something she wanted to do, right? There's this guy, he's filthy as hell, and, and, and let him have his way with me, and then that's it. I'm going to ride off into the sunset and, and think, oh, my, you know. So, and, and I'm thinking, hey, I can have some fun here. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, but it was kind of then, this is where it gets soppy now, the first time we met and, you know, made out and everything else, we both kind of, I think at that point, was like, Ah, <laughs> there's more to this. Yeah. Lightning bolts. Yeah. It just completely changed. So both of us were coming at it from a almost like, this is just going to be a one-off. Just casual, yeah. it's a bit of Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. it was like, yeah, it doesn't really matter. You can say anything you like. That yeah. is so cool. You know, and then it was suddenly like, shit, this is getting real. Yeah. And and the cat, like I say, the, the cat was out the bag at that point. So. Yeah. That is amazing. Amazing story. It is. And we've have had other couples, Vanilla Chocolate, who are dear friends of ours. Similar kind of situation. Yeah. It was their first meet. Yes. And that was it. They just knew. Yeah. yeah. So that's it. Forget Tinder. Just, just join a swingers song. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but I think there's a level of intimacy that comes with this that you don't get in a vanilla relationship. We were... And I, I don't mean just physical intimacy, to let somebody get inside your head and to mm. get inside their head in a relationship is a very, you, you are, you have to allow yourself that vulnerability. And I think when I met you, there was something about you or the chemistry or pheromones or whatever. And the trust that was instantly there that meant yeah. I could tell you things that I'd never told my husband of 26 years, any of my friends. And so it didn't, and it was just like, well, cards on the table, this is me. And and I think because we'd always had that kind of honesty and trust, and then like sometimes I'd say to you, I'd ask you about swinging or previous relationships, and, and I'm coming at it very naive, not understanding or very appreciating yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> anything. But now that we're sort of travelling down the yellow brick road together, the intimacy in our day-to-day lives is, like, increased a thousandfold. Yeah. To say, this makes me yeah. feel vulnerable. Yeah. I don't like to see you touch another girl's neck because that's what you do with me. You mm. know, you'd feel... In the normal world, well, A, it probably wouldn't happen, you wouldn't say it, but here it's really important to express that and yeah. say, when you do that, that makes me feel threatened because that's something that I see is mine. Yeah. And so I think, but you have to go at it like that, don't you? It, it Total takes openness, work. trust. The fun's great, but you have yeah. to work on the honesty and the... Yeah, the brass tacks that go with it, you know, I don't like you doing this or I don't want to do that. 
and I think if you hadn't come this far along, you wouldn't be able to have those conversations. So you know, you know, when you first two got together, mm-hmm. and like you said, you just there's just something there. Yeah. I, obviously, me and Mr. N were pretty much the same. We'd both come out of quite bad relationships. Yeah. Um, wasn't particularly expecting to meet somebody. It just kind of happened, and. I always thought that I was the sort of person that, you know, you you date somebody for a couple of years before you get engaged and then you get married and, and all that, which was pretty much how my first marriage was. Yeah. Just remind me again, how many days was it before you were asking me to marry you? <laughs> I think it might have been three. <laughs> you see, you thought we were bad. Yeah, exactly. But what, no, but what I, was, what I wanted to sort of ask you, Mrs Foxy, if you felt the same way I did, did you question yourself a lot? Because I kept going, why, why do I feel so comfortable? Why do yeah. I feel this way? Why have I fallen so quickly? Yes, yeah. And then, and then I worried that I was making, as I said before, the classic middle-aged yeah. woman's mistake. Yeah. Um, and it takes a while for you to just sort of say to yourself, do you know what? I just need to trust it. Yeah. I just need to trust my instincts, trust the feelings. Definitely. And just, and just let go. But like you, I wasn't used to trusting my own judgment over anything. Absolutely. Because whenever I trusted my judgment, it generally, nine times out of ten, it had bit me on the arse. Yeah. So, yeah, I really had to kind of trust myself and let go, let go of preconceived ideas about how a, a, a relationship was supposed to work because everybody's is different and 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 just kind of again not worry about what anybody else thought think about the way I thought what I wanted that was another thing I didn't really know what I wanted mm. thought I wanted to be single I did it's on your list <laughs> yeah we need to talk about this list <laughs> but yeah there was something about being with Mr Foxy that made me feel completely safe and when I was with him now in the time we had like a bit of a long distance courtship and it was quite tricky at times when we weren't together that's when all the questions would kick in yeah. when I was with him they weren't there yeah, fine, yeah. And, and I kept thinking and I can remember saying to a best friend of mine he's had this wildlife I can't keep up with all that I can't compete with those women that he's been with and I can't compete with all of his adventures and swinging off chandeliers and you know all of that and she said well why would you want to she said if he's done all that and he still wants to be with you and I went but I can't do all that she went you don't have to if he wanted that he'd be he'd still be doing that he's with you because he wants to be with you and you have to trust that yeah and that was that was quite hard for me to have somebody choose to be with me I'm not competing because I don't think I can. <laughs> not intentionally. Not intentionally, no. But no. I suppose, and I think, I think I would be the same if I was in your um, situation. Obviously, for me and Mr. N, we've gone through the journey together. Yes. Because both of us were very vanilla before. But do you feel like there's a bit of competition there that you think, well, I, I, it's, I want to make it completely different. I don't yeah. want to do anything that you've done with somebody else before. Yeah. It's got to be very new. Yeah. But yeah. if I were to take that... Tack, I wouldn't be doing anything because he's done it all with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it just, I just so have to keep. I'm sure Mr. Yeah. I'm sure Mr. Foxy with the way you described your first relationship yeah. in how the reasons why you, you began to dabble. Yeah. Just from watching, I mean obviously we've not met before, <laughs> but just looking at you, you just can just tell the the incredible closeness between yeah. the two yeah. of you. Yeah, absolutely. How different does it feel this time around? Oh, it, it's you better a say thousand good. times better <laughs> because because we are doing it together. Yeah. 
because there is that closeness. Before, it was great. Yeah. I mean, I was having a hell of a time. Yeah. But that was literally just about me. But now it's about both of us and our relationship. And, and the key thing is, right from the get-go, the thing that we've said all along is, and, and you know, Miss Foxy sort of said, well, he's done it all before. Every time we, we look at anything, every mm. time we have a meet or we're coming to a club, it's, right, what do you want to do? Yeah. This is, this, I've said all along, this journey is predominantly about you. Yeah. I am getting my joy, reward... Kick. Through watching you experiencing it all for the first time. So in a way, you've not done it all before because it's different this time. Yeah. It, yeah, there's a completely different slant on it. Different emotions, and a, and a different, different engagement. Yeah. Um, and I get as much, if not more, of a thrill seeing her reaction to what's happening yeah. Yeah. as opposed to my own experience. I, it's just... I it's so you, much more fun. You've summed, summed that up so beautifully. I'm not trying to do anything for me, so there isn't a rush. I'm not trying to, to tick my list off. Yeah. It's at her pace. Um, but the benefit is, because I have that experience, I know yeah. what's around the corner or over the hill or how to respond to a situation or when something is right or something might not be quite right, and I can just guide and steer and offer advice but then leave everything else up, up to her, or you she also, can ask me a question. You also know when to push and when not to push as well, which is big, because there are times when we're going to meet and I'm like this on either side of the door, like clinging onto the door, you know, <laughs> yeah. don't want to go, I don't like this, I'm not sexual, I can't be doing with any of this. <laughs> and, OK, why? Why do you feel like that? Is it about the people we're meeting? Is it, is it what you're wearing? What, what is it? And there are times when I'll have a fear or a reservation okay we won't do that and there are other times when he said this is a fear that you need to feel and, and do it anyway these well, are these are good like, nerves these are you put yeah. this into it stop walking around the shallow end and just jump in the pool he always says that he says, <laughs> yeah. he says that's a good analogy though yeah, he but said, do, do you mrs foxy do you find them because mr foxy is obviously uh, he's an old hat at this swinging malarkey <laughs> Do you find that in in a, in a way a comfort because he's had that experience? So, because obviously for me and Mister N, we yeah. we literally we learn together. We're doing it together. We're making the mistakes together, and you know we haven't really got anybody sort of saying, yeah. "Well, you know, I I I know when this is not right and that's not right." We you know we we've, we've kind of worked mm, that out yeah. in one way. So to to see it from a different perspective yeah. is really interesting. And there are times when I'm not sure about something, even though I've sort of said, oh, you know, I've seen this, I'd quite, you know, I'm fascinated by this. I, think this, I think this turns me on. That's how dithery I can be. I think that turns me on. I think I'd like to try it. And then in some situations, I am able to completely abdicate any responsibility <laughs> and look at him and he'll sort of say, yeah, or, or do you need to come and have a chat or, or whatever. So... That makes it easier. I yeah. mean, as time will come, it's I a voice will. Voice on the shoulder, do it. Yeah, always <laughs> <laughs> the devil on my shoulder. There's I was just no going to say, angel. I can just see him with two little horns. Absolutely, now. <laughs> there is a photograph. There is a photograph of him with horns. But and so I've got that. I mean, as to, I'm, I'm hoping that as time goes on, I mean, I say we've only really been dipping our stilettos in the water for sort of couple of months, three months maybe now. This time in the big pool, yeah, in the big pool. Um, <laughs> 
But I'm hoping that as it goes on, I will become more self-aware and I'll be yeah. able to say, actually, tonight I'm going to the club, Matthew, and I'm having a bit of that, that, and that. <laughs> <laughs> you know? she, she keeps saying, you, are, you, are you ready in case, you know, you've, you've unleashed a, a monster? Somebody uh, said to us, what if she turns into a monster? He's like, yeah, bring it on. When I lost my virginity when I was 18, um, I hadn't obviously had any sexual experience before my first um, serious boyfriend. And... It kind of unleashed something in me, um, which I wasn't expecting. And it was a bit like, ooh, this is good. I like <laughs> this. Um, and then obviously when I got married, it all became very... For the first time. For the first time. <laughs> I hate to have not with you, Mr. N, no. Yeah. But my first husband, it, it, it was so vanilla, mm. you know. Um, and it, I kind of like, like you were saying, you kind of put it to bed, don't you? You, yeah. you put it away and you just Absolutely. think that's it. Yeah. And, and it was like that for me for about 12 years um, until I met Mr. N. And then it's like you've managed to sort of unleash it again, haven't you? I, I so identify with Mr. Foxy because although I didn't have the experience of the lifestyle and, and the chandeliers... <laughs> It's about allowing your partner space to find yeah. themselves. Massively. And, and we've said this openly, that I would ask you a question um, about the news or anything at all with something we'd seen on television. And initially, your reaction would be, I'd say, what do you, what do you think, Mrs. N? And you'd say, I don't know, what do you think? Yeah. Because you go through that stage where... It was exactly the same for us. I mean, Miss Fox is sat there nodding. It was yeah. identical, the same thing. So yeah. the same, similar yeah. background and just not knowing. No, I'd been told what my opinion was. Yeah, my, absolutely. The entire time. Because if you didn't agree with that opinion, your life was just... Was, yeah, it wasn't worth having a conversation. Exactly. Just, yes. and, and I was, you know, at, at 30, yes, dear, I'm sure you know best. Uh, awful. Uh, yeah, just not able to express... And so you stop looking, you stop asking yourself. You yeah. do stop having opinions. You do. Don't you? Because it's so just true. easier. You think, well, that's going to just cause bother. Exactly. Like, exactly. We always laugh. It's like when when I proposed, when we got engaged, <laughs> <laughs> just after um, that, that I'd popped the question, we went down um, to have a, a meal nearby and we sat there and had ordered and... She turned round to me, and her words were, she thought, I'm going to... Cards on the table. She went, right, just so you know, I'm not a very nice person, I'm not sexual, and if you leave me, I'm keeping the ring. <laughs> that was it. It's like, just so we're clear. Well, you knew where you stood. I'm like, OK, then. Are we having dessert? <laughs> In fairness, though, we had quite a similar conversation when we first met, because Mr N <laughs> said to me... I think it was on our, our first date, wasn't it? I don't know what you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> but he basically said, I don't play games. I'm not one for, you know, all this to in and fro kind of thing. Chasing. Yeah. yeah. I'm not into chasing. If no. You, if yeah. you, you just say how you feel. And yeah. you are. You, because you, you said to me, didn't you? I'm, I'm, I'm surprised I didn't scare you off. But to, to be honest, it was such a relief to have somebody that was so honest yeah. about it and just thought be so nice just to be open yeah i think i think when you meet somebody like that i was aware of how you were mm. you know i was aware that there was a lot of emotional baggage that you had i was i was a broken person when you met me and i was aware that it was going to go one of two ways mm. that 
Mrs. N would either find herself and you'd skip off into the sunset <laughs> a lot better and a lot, you know, you, you, you would begin that journey and you'd find yourself. And it, it's the old sort of saying that you either grow together or you grow apart. Absolutely, yeah. And And so luckily for me, because I adore you, we grew together. But I'm sure that there are people out there where it hasn't worked and they find themselves and you have to allow this person to find space for them, give them a little bit of space, let them find themselves and hopefully you will grow together. Yeah, absolutely. This is like a joint therapy session. It is. is. It's like marriage guidance. (laughs) (laughs) When does the fucking start? I love the fact that, you know, when we started the podcast, it was it was obviously to get rid of the myths of what mm. people thought of what swinging mm. was and everything. And we're absolutely, we're just loving talking to all you guys and hearing your stories and how you got into the swinging scene and everything else. But the one thing that just, whenever we speak to people, it's the same thing, hmm. that swinging is such an enhancement yes. to your relationship. Yeah. And that was the other thing that I was concerned about. I said, I don't want our entire relationship to be about this. Yeah. I don't want either of us to need it. I said, I don't want you to be filling in any perceived gaps in our relationship or which really meant inadequacies in me filling in with this. And he said, it's just, he said, anytime this, this stops, this stops. Yeah. He said, this is just about bells and whistles or as you like to say, shits and giggles. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's not a good saying when you're talking to somebody that does anal only. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. She says giggling. It's all shits and giggles until somebody giggles and shits. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly that. But I said, I never wanted to feel... And I said, and how do I know that, you know, you're not going to see somebody or shag somebody else and that's going to be it for me and I'm going to get, like... and I'm going to be the boring one at home. Yeah, can I just ask you, Mrs Foxy, because this is a conversation that Mr N and I have had quite a few times, even, even though we've been swinging for a few years. Do you ever worry that they're going to meet somebody in the swinging scene that they're going to want to go off with and have, have proper relationships oh, yeah. with? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. See, it's not just me. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you only have to look, you look on fab, don't you? And to yeah. be fair, some profiles are a bit like a car crash. And yes. You can't stop looking. However, you see some profiles, and I was guilty of this in the beginning. I'm thinking, I'm not having him shagging her. Look yeah. Her. <laughs> Let's just know for it. And he went, well, you'll get to have a go on a child. I don't bloody care. <laughs> you know, like there she is, eight foot four, legs with like... It's, it's like I say, you know, you go out to a top restaurant, you order the best steak, you don't go home with the chef you know it's that's brilliant it's and and i keep trying to say you know you come to a meet or to a club and and my kind of metaphor for that is like you're going there to be a kid in a sweet shop yeah you go in and you go in and you grab handfuls of sweets and you stuff them in your mouth until you're sick and then you go home and you don't want to touch them again yeah you know so it's it's and i think as well when you look at it. And I know a lot of people have this idea about, you know, how do you feel about them looking at somebody else and, and are they going to get connected? You're not going to because everybody is there for the same reason. Yeah. Nobody is going there looking for somebody to take home, yeah. to run away with, to yeah. have a relationship with. Mm. Um, you know, they're having enough of a time trying to deal with their own relationship and the ups and downs that go with that. You understand that I don't have to worry about that 
because everybody there knows what they're there for. Mm. Yeah. We're going there for three or four hours and then we're going home. Yeah. Together. They're not actually saying, okay, who can I pick up tonight? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and the other, sorry, Mr. N, to interrupt, but the other thing is that you sort of said to me as well, and I've always said this, even when I was married, I was all over this. You, we all look, don't we? You're married to somebody or you're living with somebody that you love. You're married. You're not dead. You're, yeah. you're all going to look. And this is a healthier way about going about Everybody it. He pretends not to be. Yeah, I yes. wasn't looking. I yeah. wasn't looking yeah. at that. Yeah. I used to know where my husband was would be looking before he was even looking. And I'd go, <laughs> oi, oi, I was like a talent scout for him. So I knew where he'd be looking. But you say that about steak. The, the only thing about your restaurant analogy is, yes, you go out and you have like a, a, a fillet steak or whatever. That's fine. However, I want to be the fillet steak. <laughs> yeah, but what you also are missing the point is whenever we go out, I don't order the steak, I have a burger. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. All right. <laughs> He's got you on that one. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the other thing. We talk about this a lot, and I've kind of let on to you as well, is I, I don't... I mean, I'm not going to say no. If, if, if there is a steak on the menu, yeah, I'll have a nice steak. But generally... You know, people talk about the supermodel-esque and the, the, those... A lot of people who are in that kind of niche have got a lot of issues yeah. because people don't talk to them because they're too good-looking or they're yeah. worried about keeping their figure or, or whatever it is. Um, and that brings with it something completely different. I don't... I personally don't get turned on in the same way about people in, in that kind of niche, you know, the, the magazine, supermodel, fitness, yeah. whatever. Yeah. We talked earlier on, my, my kick really is things being naughty. Yes. So for me, it's, you know, the lady across the road or the person in the <laughs> shop or so somebody who you might come across, you know. So it's, so somebody who fits that I don't want to say to her, but that, that average, Demographic. everyday yeah. kind of a person. A real person. A real, yeah. A real person. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I'm not going to pull a supermodel, whereas, you know, there's, so there isn't that, there isn't really a naughtiness about that because it isn't going to happen. Yeah. But getting talked up by Mrs. Miggins from the pie shop, <laughs> you know, there's something that's a little bit naughty about that. So it's a I'm, pie I love, for you. I'm, well, I'm from the north, so you know, pie with gravy and chips, absolutely. That's an absolute bonus. The other, the other thing is as well, though, which I think you, you, you beautifully described, is that when you, you, you have a relationship like you've got, the depth that is created and the depth that is needed to be in this lifestyle, if you go out and meet, Mrs. Pie Shop, <laughs> even if she's an absolute, you know, supermodel stunner, you're still never going to have that depth. Absolutely. Because it doesn't come overnight. And that's what I, I say to you, Mrs. N. Yes, you do. That, yeah. you know, only the other week we were sitting completely naked in a hot tub with a beautiful girl who was very playful, wasn't she? She was, yes. And I sat there and I thought, oh, aye, aye, this could get interesting, I, you know. And... But the thing is, she was stunningly beautiful. But it's there's no depth there. No, and tomorrow, next week, the month after, the relationship is non-existent because yeah. you haven't got that depth, you haven't got that closeness, that intimacy. Yeah. So, for the sake of a quick shag, you know, you're not going to you're going to lose so much by comparison. So, it just it doesn't appeal. Yeah. You're not going to do it. 
That's what I say to you, Mrs. Anne. I know you do. And there's something else I wanted to ask, um, because we, we had a conversation with uh, somebody today. And it was very interesting because um, the female of, of the couple was saying um, that, you know, when, when they swing, they don't want to get to know the person. They basically want a fuck and then go. Anonymous, right. yeah. And it's like, so with regards to your dynamics, do you prefer to, you know, have the social yeah. meets, get to know people first before you then play? At the moment, yeah, that's that, that how it yeah. works better for us, I think, you know, yeah. you get again, it creates, not to the same level that we are, but there's a certain degree of intimacy. I think both of us quite like the erotic, the sensual. The flirting. And you can't do that in a in a quick shag. Yeah, no. So to be able to get an understanding that how a person ticks, how they think, how they want to play, are they a nice person even? You know, it's you, you're not kind of trying to set yourself up with your next partner or a hot date. But there's certain things that you kind of want to feel some rapport with. Yeah. Um, and I think you mentioned previously on, on our first meet, we met people for a social at lunchtime and we were sat there talking five hours later. It was just a complete mind bender. Mm. And it was like, yeah, we know we're going to get on. We yeah. struck gold, didn't we, with our first couple, really? And then, and then the, the, the meet was just phenomenal because all of those areas where you might be a bit wary didn't exist so it just focused on the pleasure yeah um and yeah we did we got lucky but 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 how does that work for you for example when you're at a club though because it's you probably don't get that much time do you no and i time always runs away with me and they're like ringing the bell to say it's time to go home and i'm suddenly thinking about taking my knickers off (laughs) (laughs) because i've been talking to somebody about tupperware for four hours (laughs) Um, yeah, Keeping that's fresh. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's something I still need to work on. I mean, we, I think the we've not done that many clubs, but when we've come here, we've been in chat groups, so you are bouncing we've, off people. We've never actually, we haven't engaged with a, um, a, a couple that we've just met at the club, hardly at all, have we? No, no, not but yet. I think that's quite. We were talking about that only only earlier on that um, there is sometimes. An awkwardness. So you meet a couple, you become yeah. really friendly with them, but then there's that awkwardness with, shall we nip upstairs then? You know, yeah. it, it's that when, it, and I suppose in a way it, that can contribute to the feeling naughty when you know somebody, mm-hmm. that then it is extra naughty, isn't it? Yeah. Rather than just meeting them, having a shag. It, I mean, I think there's always going to... I mean, if you decide to come into this, there's always going to be things that are awkward, aren't there? There's always going to be... But looking back, I mean, we, you know, everybody... We've touched on this before as well. It's like everybody has their stories. Hmm. You know, you have the phenomenal meets and then you have the absolute car crash ones. And we have as much fun <laughs> talking about the car crashes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a great thing. when we When we have a social meet with people... That's normally the topic of conversation yeah. a lot of the time. You know, oh, my God, you'll never believe this happened, that yeah. happened. And, and to be honest, even I can't believe them when we were there. No. <laughs> and it's you know. really fascinating as well. You sort of, you, you go with a couple and maybe it's not 
what you'd hoped, let's say. So you go onto Fab, you check their verifications, and then you play six degrees of separation and you think, oh, we've met them as well. What did they say about them? <laughs> you're, you're reading between the lines of their verifications, aren't you? Thinking, okay, yeah, they fucked their brains out and had a great night. You flick down and go, oh, this one's polite. <laughs> this, one's, this one's way too polite. That was, it was, this was not the, the meat they were hoping for. That's, that's quite a fun thing you're to do. You just totally decoded fab in about two minutes (laughs) so do you guys have some sort of because we've we've talked before about people having like um safe words and the 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 phrases that they use when they're not happy or whatever you guys have that same thing have you talked about it we've talked about it the problem is go on i'll let you say because you know what i'm about to say we're both at the point in life where we can't even remember (laughs) 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 we had a meet the other week and mr foxy had devised this brilliant brilliant code cunning plan of, of hand squeezing okay and it was rubbish because <laughs> i got there and sat down and at the entire time i'm gripping his hand until my knuckles work because that's what i do anyway yeah so that didn't tell him anything did it no morse code and not only that but you have to second guess everything it's right okay so squeeze my hand once if if you're happy that will what you know, that you like them Squeeze them twice if you're not too sure and, and squeeze it like five or six times if you want to get out of here now. Yeah. <laughs> like a female Morse code. Yes, exactly. But then you end up going in and sitting down and find yourself sat opposite your partner at the table because of where the other people are sat. Yeah, going, that's not She can't work. even hold my hand now. <laughs> yeah, no. So you just kind of read the eye signals. Yeah, you yeah. end up kicking the wrong person under the table. <laughs> Yeah, we need to work harder on that. But don't you kind we? of say, William, we talk about a safe word, and then you're suddenly going like, "I won't remember that what it is." No. What was that? One? You came up with one the other day, didn't we you? Had Some a bizarre... beautiful one. I can't even remember. Was it about monkey balls or yeah. something? <laughs> monkey. <laughs> How did you slot that into conversation? I was going to say that is a difficult yeah. safe word. <laughs> No, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. I think you've just got to be able to. S- I I really hope that at some point I can say. Well, I hope we don't have a meet where I have to say it. But I'm really sorry, guys. You're obviously wonderful people, but this just isn't working for me. And then I can get up and swan out of the room elegantly, retaining all of my. <laughs> or you just get to the point where you don't give a shit and you go, "You're crap." Get off. <laughs> You're not through to judges' houses. I'm really sorry. You look like a pop star. You sound like a pop star. But you're not coming to my house. It's, it is tricky, isn't it? And then it's you think funny as hell. I mean, scoring I... cards, you know, like yeah. under the table. Oh, that would be good. Dismount. Oh, how funny would that be? All of a sudden, you get your paddle out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Got one it's down a there, two. Yeah, I've got one down there. <laughs> That's not the one you were thinking. One on it, though, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, we shouldn't feel that way because you don't particularly want to be with someone that where you think you know you're being a charity case. Yeah. Well, true. Yeah. But we have that awkward thing where you know I'm sure I would definitely if somebody didn't you know like me I would want them to say sorry you're just not my cup of tea exactly we're yeah. so British about everything aren't yeah. we well, even would, swinging do you know I was going to say that because obviously we were talking earlier about America yeah. and the, how they're, they're a lot more open yeah. about swinging and it, it's almost like I wonder how they deal with awkward situations whether they just probably shoot them <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> sorry you're not me <laughs> <laughs> Because it's Risky true. sex, that is. Yeah. <laughs> Adds to the excitement. I was going to say, that would get the adrenaline Please be good, please be good. Yeah. <laughs> 
Right, I'm going to change the subject slightly because there's something I need to bring up. So the last conversation we had with Mrs. Foxy, she very kindly mentioned that there's a to-do list. This is this is the big moment now. This is the main the main main event. Exactly. The but not reveal. But not only does Mrs. Foxy have a to-do list, Mr. Foxy has a to-do list as well. My, my, yeah, but the difference is my to-do list is for Miss Foxy. Well, yes. <laughs> are, are we allowed to reveal what's, it's what's there, on actually. the to-do list? It's, it's under the copy under... of Vanilla to Vixen on our Swizzly. Uh, it was a bit of a plug, swizzly, but yes, Mrs yeah. Foxy's bought her Vanilla to Vixen book. Yes, which, which we'll uh, both be signing before oh, we let you off the premises. I can't open that. That's just too personal. There's probably something in there about my dental hygienist appointment because... <laughs> It was a diary at one is, point. Is that, that code for something? No, I wish it was, Mrs. N. I wish I was not interested. So, the, I mean, there is a picture here of the face on the bridge, you know, like that Munt painting, the screen. Yeah. But when he first told me to make a list, that's the first thing in here, a So picture. I was sat writing my list, and I thought, well, keep it simple to begin with, you know, yep. kiss a man, kiss a lady. We thought, we'll get all the basics yep. out of the way first. And she sat there with the pad scraping, <laughs> and, and we exchanged... And you've got that... What's that line where the, the first bit that you put down? The first thing is, too scared shitless to think of anything. <laughs> <laughs> so that was her list. I love that. And I've ticked that one off several times, <laughs> I have to point out. <laughs> I don't know if I can read out loud from this. It's like a sermon in church, isn't it? <laughs> And the only reason I'm really interested is because you're not the only couple that we've had on the podcast no. that has a list. But you do realise you've, like, created something here. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to publish a book full of lists. I was going to say. You should. <laughs> Can you just reveal maybe one or two things that are on the list? Maybe either one that Mr. you've done Mr. and one Mr. that you still Foxy want to do. Mr Foxy has now taken the diary. Yeah. So <laughs> the classes. Yes. I think it's there were the, you know, the... the Obvious, the fairly easy more gynaecological... Yep. Who does what to who? <laughs> but then we sort How of romantic. I started. I'm just trying to find out where you put it here. But um, no, you're over the page because that's my list of. This is this your? This is your refined list. Oh, this was your. I've got all these fears list. Yeah. <laughs> so then started being creative. Um, play with a man or woman to be played with under the table in a restaurant. Oh, so rather than just brilliant. doing something, it's it's creating a, a scenario. That's brilliant situation. Um, make out in the back of a car or a taxi with a woman while the car is moving. Mrs. N. <laughs> no, I haven't done it with a woman, but I have done it with a with a guy, with a guy while Mr. N was driving. Oh, that's yeah. so cool! And I have to admit, it is so hot. Yeah, <laughs> it is hot. Well, we had one. I mean, to go off on a slight tangent briefly, we were talking with a a, a lady. Uh, a single who was up in Scotland somewhere, and we, we'd been chatting uh, to her online for a while. And this one particular evening, she was going to meet a guy, and but she was still texting us, talking to us, chatting to us while she was on her way to this meet. And me being me, were saying, well, why don't you flash the taxi driver? Oh, yeah. And she went, I can't do that. I'd forgotten. And, yeah, you can, yes, go on. Can. So, so anyway, she did... And the upshot of it was, she actually ended up getting the taxi ride for free. <laughs> and she, so she thought it was brilliant. He thought it was brilliant. She got a, a free taxi ride, but ended up... I mean, the guy that she was meeting must have had a whale of a time because she was cooking on gas before she even got there. 
So. You're so public service minded. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the way you give to the community, darling, is just humbling. So, yeah, there's things like, you know, have a man get you off in a public toilet. I'm just trying to see whether some of the interesting ones. Um... They're near the bottom. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Are we talking you anal mean, or just the bottom say, of the page? The bottom of the list, I yeah. assume you meant by that. Yeah. Not the bottom of the barrel. Because you, you were getting desperate to find really dirty things in there. <laughs> They're at the bottom. Well, the really dirty ones. To, to be with three men, me plus two, sex with me, playing with the others. But it was like, at that point, it was... It only have been couples, so it's only like two yeah. guys and yeah. a bit of swapping. So, but suddenly throwing in that extra one, mine then went tilt. I can highly recommend it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where do you get a spare one for them? Do you just invite them in, or do they invite well, themselves in fairness, over? We, we had ours here at Libs, didn't we? Liberty Elite. This is the one that you were like one of your typical. Oh my! Responses was demand a man to eat your pussy while you're dressed. Yeah. Oh, I can't do that. In Waitrose. <laughs> Every little helps. Yeah. <laughs> That's Tesco's. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, sure, I'm sure it doesn't matter. <laughs> but, yeah, there's one on here that's been probably on one of my, on my list, really, is to fool around with another couple on a train. I've got this thing about making out on a train, which hasn't happened yet. We've talked about that a lot, haven't we? Yeah. I'll do it, but it's got to be in a first-class carriage. I can't, but yeah, but I can't afford the, the, the tickets these days. It's, it's cheaper to come to a club. I was going to say, it's cheaper to buy a club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we know a couple, don't we? That one of their kinks that they love when they meet other couples is they they'll go to like a, a shop or shopping centre or something, and they'll go off with each other's other half. Yeah, and then. They give themselves tasks, don't they? We were actually invited to participate in this, we but we never actually got, got round to it happening. And it sounds the coolest thing yeah. ever. So they, they, it's like, so they'll go down one of the, sh- the aisles in like the supermarket or something and, yeah. they'll, and they'll kiss. Yeah. Or um, one of the ones was they, they went into the women's changing rooms in, together, didn't they? Yeah. And, and had a bit of a play. It's quite innocent. Just, you can make it as innocent as you want. Holding hands. Again, it's just feeling naughty. It yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is completely Mr Fox's bag. Perhaps just going up to an assistant while you're holding the hand of the other partner. Somebody that doesn't belong to you. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And asking for the shoe department or something. Yeah. Just little things that obviously are quite innocent. No bystanders are going to get injured. <laughs> but it's just that sexiness and secretness and something that you can kind of laugh about. Do you know I what? Like... We, we do have one thing that we, we said we really want to do at the club one night. Um, the reality of it is I'm, I probably would end up bobbing myself. Okay. But... You, you're looking at me is it because you don't know what I'm going to say again, I've do gone, you? I, I, this is my, my fearful face of I don't know what What's you're about say? to say. So, obviously, one of one of my biggest fantasies is um, a gangbang. Yeah. Um, and we, we said that when we were at the club once, it would be really nice if I went up to one of the rooms, the private rooms, Mr N then had to go around the club and find me. Yes. Five or six men. Guys, yeah. And just send them up to me. So yeah. I have no idea who they are, what they look like, anything. And then obviously we would have um, a play <laughs> in the room. And that is one thing that it just kind of like the thought of it yeah. just yeah. really turns me on. But then sometimes you look around and you go, no. Nah. Nah. 
<laughs> Not tonight. <Yeah. laughs> the procuring of the individuals is the, is the hiccup there, isn't it? I've just got this, this image of me turning up with about four men and I'm going, nope, back down, try again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had... On my, in my previous incarnation, one of, one of the... Uh, I went to a house party um, and was in a particular room and people were doing various bits and pieces. And this, this youngish couple uh, had come in and it was the first party they'd been to. And um, he basically turned around to me and he offered me a condom and said, ''Would you like to?'' Obviously, I was very polite and accepted... As you do, but <laughs> it was it was the fact that they discussed this before they'd gone to the house party. Yeah, and basically he then sat himself against the the, the bed head. She then went and gave him a blowjob, and he'd given me the condom to fuck her from behind. Yeah, and it became very apparent to me I was part of something bigger. Yeah, mm. you know. I, I had a very good time, thank you very much. But it was the fact that the two of them were looking at each other whilst this was happening and they were sharing the experience. I, I didn't really matter. I paled into insignificance other than I was adding to their shared experience. And I mean... And that, but how was that for you? Because that's really interesting because mm. we've not actually spoken to anybody that's kind of been on the other side, if you know what I mean. I was. I was. I, mean, I was kind of touched by it. <laughs> in more ways than one. <laughs> but, um, it was, you know, again, it's, I think, a lot of people not on the scene, and I think this has been touched mm. on before, is that, you know, the, the single guy thing crops up a lot and yeah. you've got those that are just, they, they think it's some version of Tinder and then you get those who really understand swinging. Yeah. That because I was on sort of, you know, I was part of a couple and doing it as, as, a, as a single at, at times, I understood what, what it was about. Yeah. I understood what, you know, my role, my participation was, you know, I could have a really good time, but it was about them. It wasn't about me taking something from him yeah. or, or whatever it was. And it really was, you know, not to want to get too sappy, but it was quite moving, Yeah, you know, and we chatted afterwards and because obviously this is where I got the information and said, yeah, we, this is something we really wanted to do. We talked about it. And it was like, wow, that was, that was incredible. It's a privilege, isn't it? I should Definitely. imagine for a singleton to be invited into that little sacred world that a couple have when they're going out and having this adventure. It's to be asked to be, you know, the, what do they call it, the cameo role in their little movie. I mean, she is, was is... having a whale of a time, but, you know, he was sharing in, the, you know, look in her, in her eyes mm, yeah. And, yeah. and that sort of, the, the connection that they had... Yeah. Just because, and again, it was feeding off that sh sexual energy. Energy yeah. just made you know. I kind of was getting sparks off off what they were getting, um, but it's it's having that understanding that it's not just three people shagging. No, exactly. You don't see that in porn, do you? No, no you wouldn't see that in porn. You wouldn't see that kind of story. It's not what they're there for. Yeah, because every, everybody gets something out of it. Yeah. yeah. And that, that's the main thing, because, I mean, we had a, an experience where I actually went to a guy's house um, to play. But the idea was, is that Mr N was at home. I went off to play, but I videoed the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And then he had to stay at home wondering what was going on until I got home. He then came, you came to collect me, it didn't you? It drove me wild. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was allowed to see the video yeah. of what actually happened. <laughs> 
And yeah, yeah that, that was quite... I watched that more times than once. <laughs> <laughs> but from my perspective, to me, it was, it was all about Mr N. Yes. And it was, and, and obviously the guy that I, I was with, um, we'd met a few times. Mm. We'd met together as well, hadn't yeah. we? And he, he was, he was a lovely guy. Um, and I explained to him, look, this is what we want to do. Made sure he was happy with that. Um, and it was great because even he said, oh, you know, is the camera at the right angle? And you know, <laughs> let me just move it and let's do it this way and stuff. So he got engrossed in it as well. But the whole time, I was just thinking about, I need this to be really horny yeah. for Mr N. Yeah. Um, because this is one of the things that really, really turned him on. Yeah. And it and it's so it's like you say, it's so much deeper than just a shag. Definitely. Isn't it? Definitely. I am aware that we're we're cutting yes, into your night. Gosh, guys, you've got to get ready, haven't you? Yes. So, so have a fun filth packed night. <laughs> we will try very hard. We will. We, we look will. forward to hearing all about it, hopefully. <laughs> and and find out if you manage to tick anything off the list. <laughs> I'm taking the list away. <laughs> <laughs> and just promise me, guys, that I know obviously you live on the other side of, of the country, but just promise me this won't be your last time on Vanilla to Vixen because we just absolutely adore you. No, absolutely. It's always such good fun to just come and, and chat about it. It's, it's just the, the best part of it is being able to chat with people and, and everybody's singing off the same song sheet even though you know the harmony is a bit different it, it's just it's just lovely i find it sharing's caring yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. we're the... caring the community again yeah. hey yeah. what a great way to end yeah. <laughs> thank you so much have a wonderful time tonight and we will see you soon thank you next bye. month bye. yeah bye, bye. <laughs> bye.